are Locked On Blackhawks, your daily podcast on the Chicago Blackhawks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into Locked On Blackhawks. Today is Thursday, September 10th, 2020. I am your host, Jack Bushman, tuning in for the 205th episode of Locked On Blackhawks. As always, be sure to subscribe to the podcast for free wherever you may listen to your podcast, whether that be through Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, etc. And you'll be able to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day, so please be sure to go do that. Also, please go follow our Twitter page, which can be found at capital L, capital O, underscore Blackhawks, with some really good stuff being posted there every day. By the way, today's episode is brought to you by RockAuto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. RockAuto.com. Make sure to check it out and tell them the Locked On Podcast Network sent you. Alright, ladies and gentlemen, to kick off the show today, we got some news from TSN's Pierre Lebrun yesterday regarding Blackhawks head coach Jeremy Colleton. And the latest rumor from Lebrun is that Colleton is expected to receive a contract offer from the Blackhawks this summer. Colleton still has one year left on his current contract that he signed back in November of 2018. That was a three-year contract worth around $400,000 per year. So that will expire at the end of the 2020-2021 season, this upcoming season. Uh, But of course, now there's this news from LeBron that... Apparently, the Blackhawks front office wants Colleton to be their guy to try and right this ship and get the Blackhawks back to consistent contenders, and I'm sure that makes a lot of you listeners out there concerned. It makes me concerned as well. I have definitely expressed my doubts about Jeremy Colleton in the past, and even just yesterday, funny enough, when I was talking about Chris Chris Versteeg's interview on Spittin' Chicklets, it didn't even sound like he was too confident and Colleton's system that he's trying to run here in Chicago. And Versteeg, of course, was the captain of the Rockford Icehogs heading into last year, so he was a part of that organization not even a year ago, and he wasn't exactly saying the most positive things about the Blackhawks coaching staff. Um, But this was definitely some interesting news to hear because for the Blackhawks, I think the smartest thing right now would would, uh, would be to let this year play out and wait and see how Colleton handles his second real season with a training camp from behind the bench, one that shouldn't be interrupted by a global pandemic, I say as I cross my fingers, Uh, just to see how things play out this year, because if the Blackhawks do take a significant step and wind up making the playoffs, then yeah, I definitely think Colleton has done enough to earn a contract extension, and even if the Blackhawks come close to a playoff spot, I still think he would have earned it. But if the team is in the bottom third of the league defensively yet again, and they miss the playoffs, and we don't see any real progress from the young guys in terms of just making this a better hockey team, then it's probably time for Jeremy Colleton to go. But at the moment, I still think there are so many questions surrounding this Blackhawks team and their future to 100% commit to Jeremy Colleton behind the bench for the next four years or so. He's just 62-58-17 since taking over for Joel Quenville in November of 2018. And I don't feel all that confident that 
our defense is getting much better. So this rumor is a bit of a head-scratcher for me personally. One thing this does tell us for sure, though, is that Jeremy Calton isn't going anywhere this offseason, and we all knew the chances of him getting fired were slim to none, very unlikely that he was going to get fired, but now that these rumors of an extension have come out, that tells me that the Blackhawks definitely want Calton to come back for next season, and look, I will give the guy some credit. There there were some things he did well this season. Uh, my dog Kaner's barking up a storm in the background there. Kaner, come on, buddy. Give give us some give us some uh give us some respect here, guy. But he <laughs> back to Calton. He let Boquist and Doc play pretty significant roles, even though everyone knew that would come with struggles. And I can say the same for Alex Nylander too, I guess. And Carlton also had the Blackhawks playing with a lot of intensity during the postseason. I was impressed with their effort throughout the playoffs, especially against the Vegas Golden Knights. So I do think Carlton was getting the most out of the guys in the playoffs, but sometimes he just does things that make you question whether or not he should be a head coach in this league. Don't even get me started about Dominic Kubalik on the top power play unit. I could go on for 30 minutes about that. But there was also the decision to play John Quenville in me- meaningful situations in an elimination game. Game 5 against the Vegas Golden Knights, John Quenville's on the ice with like 2 minutes to go. Uh, the Lucas Carlson experiment didn't exactly work out. He also misused Dylan Strome and Alex Dabrinkit throughout the regular season. So, again, there have been some goods with Jeremy Colleton, but there have also been a fair share of bads. So in my opinion, I just think it's entirely too early to be talking about a contract extension for head coach Jeremy Colleton. Alright, so there you have it. The latest rumor from TSN's Pierre Lebrun is that the Blackhawks are expected to give head coach Jeremy Colleton a contract extension at some point this summer. Coming up in just a minute, I am going to talk about former Blackhawks goaltender Robin Leonard and some of the latest rumors surrounding his expiring contract. But first, I need to talk to you all about rockauto.com, the best place to shop for all your auto and body needs. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them the Lockdown Podcast Network sent you. That's rockauto.com for an amazing selection, reliably low prices, and all the parts your car will ever need. Listen, we've all had our share of car problems. How much easier is it when you have an auto and body shop that you can rely on? Well, rockauto.com has your back for all the car parts you will ever need in any situation. One more time, check out rockauto.com for reliably low prices and an amazing selection, and make sure to let them know the Lockdown Podcast Network sent you. rockauto.com, an auto and body shop that you can trust for reliably low prices. This is the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks for listening today. I am your host, Jack Bushman. Be sure to check out my personal Twitter page at JackBushman2 and my Blackhawks Twitter page at TalkinHockey for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. Also, be sure to subscribe and follow Lockdown Blackhawks for free wherever you listen to your podcasts and also on Twitter to get the latest episode as soon as it comes out each day. 
So we just finished talking about TSN's Pierre Lebrun dropping a bomb on us by coming out and saying the Chicago Blackhawks are expected to give head coach Jeremy Colleton a contract extension. Now, speaking of contract extensions, I wanted to talk about former Blackhawks goaltender Robin Leonard, who was traded to the Vegas Golden Knights at the trade deadline for a bag of peanuts, basically. Uh, And he's been tremendous for Vegas ever since coming over at the deadline. He just picked up his fourth shutout of the playoffs. And he, like Corey Crawford, is a pending unrestricted free agent at the end of the season. But there are rumors currently going around the league right now that Leonard is talking with Vegas about a possible contract extension. And I've been seeing a 5 by 5 five years, $5 million per year, potentially for Leonard. And my first thought when seeing that is, wow, I don't know if he will actually sign once again for $5 million after being signed for $5 million right now. But he is a guy who has never had term in his contract before. He's always had to take short-term deals to gamble on himself, like he did with the Blackhawks. He signed that one-year $5 million contract. So maybe he will sign for the same amount, but for a longer term. But in my personal opinion, I think... A 5 by 6 would make a lot more sense. 5 years by $6 million. Uh, I think Leonard has definitely shown that he's one of the best goaltenders in the entire league. I mean, four shutouts in this postseason were two games into the conference finals for the Golden Knights right now. Um, and for him to take anything <clears throat> less than $6 million, that would be a huge shock to me. But hey, the, the market is expected to be down with the salary cap set to remain at $81.5 million for this year and the next two years after that. So <clears throat> we, we'll just have to wait and see what happens. But all I know is if Robin Leonard goes and signs for $5 million this offseason, that's going to make the market a whole lot more interesting. And that is going to make the Blackhawks $3.5 million offer to Corey Crawford That's going to make it look a whole lot better because if Robin Leonard, one of the elite goaltenders in this league, if he's going to sign for $5 million, then I don't know if there will be another team out there that would give Crawford $4 million or possibly more like I originally expected. So maybe Robin Leonard could set the bar in free agency if he does sign this 5 by 5 that I am seeing on Twitter lately. But of course, this is just a rumor at the moment. We do know we do know that Leonard and Vegas are in talks, but the numbers are just a rumor right now. And also, I want to mention that Jacob Markstrom of the Vancouver Canucks, he's been rumored to want a $6 million contract in the offseason. He's going to be a free agent as well. So if he gets to that number before Leonard gets to the 5x5, five five, that could also affect the market and an entirely different way. If Jacob Markstrom goes and signs for six million, if I'm Robin Leonard, I'm going out there and saying I want seven or maybe even eight. We saw Sergey Bobrovsky sign for I believe ten last year. So who knows what this market is going to look like? It is going to be interesting though because we do know what the salary cap is going to be locked in at. We know it's not going to be. Uh, going up like a lot of teams in the NHL were hoping for. So a lot still needs to be played out. And still with the Stanley Cup, uh, there's so much yet to be played. And if Leonard continues to play how he has been for the Vegas Golden Knights, then he will certainly be making an argument for himself to make even more money in free agency. 
Vegas, of course, took Game 2 of the Western Conference Final against the Dallas Stars 3-0 after being shut out in Game 1. A huge Game 3 coming up tonight, and you can expect to see Leonard back in net once again for Vegas. He was out, surprisingly, in Game 1 in favor of Marc-Andre Fleury, but he was back in action in Game 2 to pitch yet another shutout, as I mentioned, his fourth of these playoffs. So he's proven to the Golden Knights that he's their guy, even though Fleury hasn't played horribly. Horrible. Leonard has simply been better, and I think he'll be in net for probably every game for the remainder of the way for Vegas. And once again, game three of that series is tonight at 7 p.m. Central Time. Let's see who comes out on top to take a 2-1 series lead and move just two wins away from the Stanley Cup Final. Alright, I think that takes care of all the latest news surrounding former Blackhawks goaltender Robin Leonard and his contract situation. Now I think that will take us to our daily Blackhawks 2020 postseason recap segment where I take a look at one player and discuss how they fared for the Blackhawks during their short postseason run. This is the Locked On Blackhawks podcast. As always, I am your host, Jack Bushman. You can reach me on Twitter at JackBushman2 or at Talkin' Hockey, or you can also always email the Locked On Blackhawks email, which is LockedOnBlackhawks at gmail.com for any questions you have about the show, myself, or anything that has to do with the remainder of the Stanley Cup playoffs. So we just wrapped up talking about former Blackhawks goaltender Robin Leonard and how his contract situation may affect Corey Crawford and his next deal. Now it's time for our daily Blackhawks 2020 postseason recap segment here on the podcast, with today's feature being 2018 first-round pick and 19-year-old, or now 20-year-old defenseman, Adam Boquist. After just one season with the London Knights of the Ontario Hockey League, Boquist made the surprising decision to jump to professional hockey when most people expected him to remain in London for one more year. Uh, and after making a strong, another strong push, I should say, to make the Blackhawks opening night roster and training camp, the Blackhawks sent Boquist to Rockford to begin the year, but it didn't take him long to find his way to the NHL. And in total, Boquist wound up playing in 41 of the Blackhawks' 70 games during the regular season, and I thought he handled the NHL level a lot better than I thought he was going to, especially in the defensive zone. I thought he handled his own pretty well for being an undersized defenseman who's known more for his offensive abilities. But heading into the Stanley Cup playoffs, Boquist was slated to be skating with two-time Norris Trophy winner Duncan Keith on the team's top defensive pairing, and there were certainly worries that the then 19-year-old Boquist would not be able to handle those kind of minutes in the postseason. And while those worries became a reality early on in the playoffs, as it was clear that Boquist was not going to be able to play significant minutes against this kind of competition. After playing 14 minutes in Game 1 of the qualifying round against the Edmonton Oilers, Boquist would see his ice time go down in each of the next three games of the series. Of course, that series wound up only being four games. And in Game 4, Boquist saw just 11 minutes and 10 seconds of ice time that was significantly lower than he played in the first three games, uh, and he wound up with no shots on goal for the second 
second consecutive night. So his role was clearly diminishing heading into the series against the Vegas Golden Knights. But in Game 1 of that series, Colleton gave Boquist another opportunity to prove himself. And that decision backfired, to put it nicely, because... Boquist was a minus two and was caught out of position on a pair of Golden Knights goals, and he was without a shot on goal for the third consecutive game. And as a result, Boquist saw himself, uh, he wound up being a healthy scratch and saw himself watching the game from up high. He was scratched in favor of Lucas Carlson for game two against Vegas. Of course, that decision didn't pay off, so Boquist would rejoin the Blackhawks lineup for the final three games after being healthy scratched in game two. But he came back and failed to make much of an impact the rest of the way, much like he had before being scratched, uh, as he registered just one shot on goal with a minus two plus minus rating in four penalty minutes in the final three games against the Golden Knights. And in game five against Vegas, Boquist played a postseason low 10 minutes and 55 seconds of time on ice which isn't exactly finishing the year on a high note. And in total, Boquist finished with zero points in his eight postseason games. And he was also a minus five with four penalty minutes, and he had just seven shots on goal while averaging 13 minutes and 30 seconds of time on ice. So overall, Boquist was just clearly not ready for postseason action. And I mean, that shouldn't be too much of a surprise. He was only 19 at the time, and he had just 41 games of NHL experience under his belt. So while his play was definitely a bit disappointing, I don't think this should make you concerned about Boquist's future in the NHL because, as I said, he's still a young, unexperienced kid who was playing in way too large of a role during the playoffs. And I think we kind of get caught up being biased with when we see guys like young guys like Kale McCarr and Miro Haskinen, those young defensemen who are taking over games, and we see Boquist, who was kind of taken in the same area of the first round as those guys were, I think a lot of fans expect him to be that type of defenseman, and I think you just have to realize he's not, and that's unfortunate to say that he's not Quinn Hughes, even though he was taken just one pick after him. But we're, we're comparing apples to oranges here, and Adam Boquist isn't that level of defense of a defenseman. Um, he was a bit younger than those guys and a bit more inexperienced coming over from Sweden. So like I said, comparing kind of apples to oranges, and we kind of get caught up in all that, and we think Boquist should be performing better than what he is, but he's still so young and still so raw. So overall, taking all of that into consideration... I'm going to give Adam Boquist a C for his efforts in the postseason. I know he wasn't able to do anything at all offensively, which is his bread and butter, but I I thought his defense in the first round against Edmonton was okay. Against Vegas, he was just obviously not at the same level as those guys. But he just turned 20. He still has a long way to go, hopefully... Um, he's going to continue to grow as he just gets more and more action. And he hasn't even had a full season of professional experience in his career yet. So I'm going to take it easy on Adam Boquist and give him a C for his efforts in the postseason. All right, so I think that is going to wrap up Adam Boquist's 2020 postseason recap and Thursday, September 10th episode of Lockdown Blackhawks. Thank you again for tuning into the show and be sure to subscribe and follow the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast for free right now on your favorite podcast app and you'll get the latest episode as soon as it comes out every day. 
and after the show, ask your smart device to play the Lockdown NHL podcast for all the latest news from both the Eastern and Western Conference Final. Thank you again for tuning into today's episode. As always, I am your host, Jack Bushman. You can catch me on Twitter at my personal account, at JackBushman2, or my Blackhawks account, at TalkinHockey, for all the latest Blackhawks news and updates. For any questions at all regarding anything related to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, you can always email LockdownBlackhawks at gmail.com or call 708-653-0572 to leave a voicemail. So until tomorrow's episode, thanks again for listening to the Lockdown Blackhawks podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.